Thank you, Lord. Uh, conference starts Sunday. You might as well know all of you are shepherds now. <laughs> all of you. I'm serious. Because we got wounded, hurt, hungry, desperate people coming. And they're coming trusting that we are the adults here. <laughs> that we have been at this a long time, that we are able to help the flock. And uh, I just got an email uh, today. I'm just going to read a little tiny portion of it because I I didn't get a chance to talk to him and get permission. So So I'm not going to tell you enough to even guess who it is. It doesn't even live in this state, so quit it. (laughs) You don't know this person. But where he's from, where he's from, it's in America. It's very rural, rural, R-U-R-A-L. I don't say that well. Rural. Country. <laughs> but he says there are tons, tons of churches out here. They all generally fall into three categories. Uh, they're the denominational type. I'm, I'm, I'm paraphrasing a little. I don't want to call out specific denominations. But they're the denominational type where miracles have passed away with the apostles and once saved, always saved. So that's one kind. The second kind is the, like Dave would say, the ultra, ultra, ultra holiness, um, no makeup, ultra legalistic types. Or the third type that they have is God is an ATM prosperity machine charismatic. The next paragraph is very interesting. He says, the prayer center message is like Greek to almost everyone I have ever met out here. They, they don't even know what planet you're from. See. So I want to, if you brought your Bible, we're going to look at a few verses. And uh, <clears throat> But this is really preparing you, no matter what your ultimate calling is, conference week, you're a shepherd. You're absolutely a shepherd. Okay? So turn to 2 Corinthians chapter 1. And this is one of the favorite verses that uh, Tim introduced to me many years ago. And I, I know it's something that he tries to live by. I try to live by it. And I know you should. we all should try to live by this. And again, I did not originate that statement that I said this morning, but I thank the Holy Ghost for bringing it back to my remembrance. No one really cares how much you know until they know how much you care. See? And uh, what they need is God's love. So the verse is Second Corinthians chapter two, no, chapter one, and verse twenty-four. Not that we have dominion over your faith, but are helpers of your joy. For by faith you stand. Isn't that perfect? See, we're not. The goal is not to have dominion over them. The goal is not to show them how much we know. The goal is not to, in, in any way, have dominion over them. To be honest with you, most of them already feel small enough. You understand what I mean by that? The devil's been beating their brains out for two years, and they've hardly had any fellowship at all, just like my friend from the country there. I'm going to remind you again of my friend that's already gone on to be with the Lord now. He lived in Norfolk. Crusty old guy, I liked him a lot. And uh, he'd say, I tell you, I've been to every spirit-filled church within a hundred miles of my house. Ain't nothing but crooks, thieves, and liars. (laughs) 
And I said, well, do you have any friends there? Do you have any fellowship of like-minded people? He says, I'm telling you, I live in a, a naval town. I live in hell's back porch. <laughs> I love that guy. That's somebody I can, I can talk to. You know. But when he would come, starve, just starve the fellowship and the, the revelation. And, but it's the love more than anything else. It's like a fa- it really is for many, many of them. It's like a family reunion. Okay? So you're a shepherd this week. All right, let's look at another one. This is uh, go over to 1 Peter chapter 5. And actually, he's admonishing shepherds here and elders in the church. But this week, I'm telling you, conference week, you're all shepherds. So am I. And he, we're going to, anyway. So Peter, they've got to remember, it was Peter that Jesus asked the question of three times. Peter, do you love me? Of course, Peter had denied him three times, right? So three times the Lord asked him, Peter, do you love me? Lord, you know that I love you. Feed my sheep. Peter, do you love me? Lord, you know that I love you. One of them says, feed my lambs. Peter, do you love me? And that really grieved Peter the third time. He knew what he was. Why? Why? (laughs) He said, Lord, you know whether I love you or not. He says, feed my sheep. Well, that's that's a shepherd. That's a, that's a pastor. So this uh, this passage here, if anyone knows about that, then it would be Peter. So, and this is later, much later in life, after he spent a long time serving the Lord, and he's giving counsel here. So, First Peter chapter five, restarting in verse five. First Peter chapter five, starting in verse one. You don't need, you don't have to fix that, Angie. The elders which are among you I exhort, who am also an elder and a witness of the sufferings of Christ, and also a partaker of the glory that shall be revealed. Well, he didn't forget, did he? (laughs) Feed the flock of God which is among you, taking the oversight thereof, not by constraint, but willingly, not for filthy lucre, but of a ready mind neither as being lords over God's heritage, but being in samples, that means examples, to the flock. I could look up many more scriptures. Paul said, follow me as I follow the Lord, and mark those that walk the same way. Isn't that right? In Hebrews, the writer of Hebrews says, the elders which which have given you the word of God, their faith follow. In the very next verse, Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever, meaning Follow them if you see the fruit of Christ. They need to see the fruit of Christ in us this week. Amen. Now go all the way back to Ezekiel 34. And this is a passage that even in the days of driving driving the trucks, this is one of the early passages that the Lord had me really devour. And I even share, I remember sharing that with Tim. And I think that's when he shared with me the, the, the verse about being helpers of their joy and not having dominion over them. But God really shows his heart for shepherds. And really he shows his heart for the sheep. And how, how important it is to him that we treat them right. And you know and I know that there's... Uh, Got to be nice. <laughs> there's, there's many that are in it for the money. They just really are. They're, they're in it for filthy lucre. Many are pastors or shepherds because they like to have the respect of man. They want to be looked up to. Um, 
And there's many that are doing it right. But I'm telling you this week, I'm telling you by this, I'm telling you by the Spirit of the Lord, you're a shepherd during conference week. You are. He's looking to you as an elder to live by example to the flock and let the love of Christ flow through you. Take people to eat. Say, I don't have any money. Ask him for some money. He'll give you some. <laughs> okay? And, but, okay. Hallelujah. Bring them to your house. You know? And we had, I've had one, one person already volunteer the couch. Said, I don't have an extra bedroom, but I got a couch. If they can't afford a motel, tell them to come. And then, you know, of course, if you, that, now if you're a single woman, that's, that's gotta be a woman on the couch. <laughs> of course, you know. All right. <clears throat> Ezekiel 34. And I, I'm just going to read this and probably not say a whole lot because uh, it's pretty self-explanatory. But you will see how the Lord feels about his sheep. So Ezekiel 34, starting in verse 1. And the word of the Lord came unto me, saying... Now, okay. Context. Ezekiel. This is right near the end of Israel. And well, actually, I think Israel was already in captivity, and Judah was about to go into captivity. So this is after a long period of rebellion. This is a long after a long period of the people of God going after Baal. If you want to know the truth of it, going after Baal and Molech and Chemosh and others. So they've been in rebellion a long time. So the shepherds have not been doing a good job. Okay. All right. So the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Son of man, prophesy against the shepherds of Israel. Prophesy and say unto them, Thus saith the Lord God unto the shepherds, Woe be to the shepherds of Israel that do feed themselves. Should not the shepherds feed the flocks? You eat the fat and you clothe you with the wool. You kill them that are fed, but you feed not the flock. Now let's stop. I'm hearing something. Lord, you'll have to help me. It's been a long time. Pastor Dave's song. Do you remember Pastor Dave's song? Ba ba little sheep, have you any wool? Yes, Mr. Preacher Man, three bags full. One for your Rolex, one for your Lexus. One for your mistress who lives down in Texas. <laughs> ba ba little sheep, have you any wool? Yes, Mr. Preacher Man, but don't take it all because the winters are cold. Lodged in me, it's still in me. Been a long time. That's exactly what was going on here, and it's exactly what's going on in a lot of churches. <clears throat> Verse 3 again. You eat the fat, and you clothe you with the wool. You kill them that are fed, but you feed not the flock. The diseased have you not strengthened. Neither have you healed that which was sick. Neither have you bound up that which was broken. Now, see, all of these things, the people coming, not all of them's going to be in, but I'm telling you, they're coming with brokenness. They're coming with diseases. They're coming with all kinds of problems. And God expects them to go home healed. Amen? Amen? In every way. Neither have you brought again that which was driven away. Neither have you sought that which was lost. But with force and with cruelty have you ruled them. 
and they were scattered because there is no shepherd. And they became meat, that means food. They became food to all the beasts of the field when they were scattered. My sheep, notice how he words it, my sheep wandered through all the mountains and upon every high hill. See, I think of my friend who sent me the email. Out there alone, him and his wife, no fellowship, no church that teaches here. This is their church. My sheep wandered through all the mountains and upon every high hill. Yea, my flock was scattered upon all the face of the earth, and none did search or seek after them. Therefore, you shepherds, hear the word of the Lord. As I live, saith the Lord. Excuse me. As I live, saith the Lord God. Surely, because my fleek... Golly, help me, Lord. As I live, saith the Lord God, surely because my flock became a prey, and my flock became meat to every beast of the field, because there was no shepherd, neither did my shepherds search for my flock, but the shepherds fed themselves and fed not my flock. Therefore, O you shepherds, hear the word of the Lord. Now, this is against those that are doing it for, for money, those that are doing it for personal exaltation, those that are doing it so they'll be honored by men, any false pretense that doesn't have a heart for the sheep. There, verse 9 again, Therefore, O you shepherds, hear the word of the Lord. Thus saith the Lord God, Behold, I am against the shepherds. Now, he's talking about those. And I will require my flock at their hand. And cause them to cease from feeding the flock. Neither shall the shepherds feed themselves any more. For I will deliver my flock from their mouth, that they may not be meat for them. See, I'm hearing the scripture right now, and I can't just turn to it. But Paul says, paraphrasing, we have abandoned all he didn't use the word hypocrisy, but that's the, that's what he means. We've abandoned that. With sincerity, we're preaching you the word of God. And we're not doing it for filthy lucre. Amen? Verse 11. For thus saith the Lord God, Behold, I, even I, will both search my sheep and seek them out. I believe God has been working by His Spirit, speaking to the hearts of people that need to come to this conference. He knows they need to be here. And they're going to get help from Him while they're here. And it may be help from Him through you. That was this morning's service. But I believe He's speaking to the hearts of many. And, and many of them want to be here and can't be here because of COVID-19 and the restrictions on either their country or our country. Verse 12, as a shepherd seeketh out his flock in the day that he is among his sheep that are scattered, so will I seek out my sheep and will deliver them out of all the places where they have been scattered in the cloudy and dark day. And I will bring them out from the people and gather them from the countries and will bring them to their own land. Now, this is prophetic in every way. It's talking about the future for Israel. 
But it's also it's prophetic for our day that these sheep that have been scattered everywhere, he's gathering them in, okay, and feed them. He's going to gather them in and feed them upon the mountains of Israel, by the rivers, and in all the inhabited places of the country. I will feed them in a good pasture, and upon the high mountains of Israel shall their fold be. There shall they lie. In a good fold and in a fat pasture shall they feed upon the mountains of Israel. I believe the Lord's going to feed them good this week. I believe they're going to, they're going to get full. I will feed my flock and I will cause them to lie down, saith the Lord God. I will seek that which was lost and bring again that which was driven away and will bind up that which was broken. And will strengthen that which was sick. But I will destroy the fat and the strong, and I will feed them with judgment. As for you, O my flock, thus saith the Lord God. Now this really applies to everybody, see. Like I said, during that week, for all practical purposes, you are an elder, you are a shepherd. But I'm not a pastor. Many of you are not pastors. But now he's talking to the flock. We're all part of the flock. Can we agree on that? As for you, O my flock, thus saith the Lord God, Behold, I judge between cattle and cattle, between the rams and the goats, the he-goats. Seemeth it a small thing unto you to have eaten up the good pasture? But you must tread down with your feet the residue of your pastures. And to have drunk of the deep waters, but you must foul the residue with your feet. Y'all getting the image? Can you see the imagery there? In other words, <clears throat> you, you couldn't eat it all, but you ate all you could. But then you trampled down what was left so they couldn't have it. You drank out of the clear water yourself till you were full. See? But then you stomped around in the creek bed till you muddied the waters to where they can't drink. I've asked the Lord before, how does that apply to the prayer center? It's when you, uh, and there's not many like that. I know, I, see, I'm always preaching this to the choir. I know. <laughs> but that's people that like to have that know-it-all attitude. I've been at the prayer center 20 years. I have all this knowledge. But it's kind of a haughty, prideful attitude and doesn't really just freely give. You know, freely we've received, we should freely give. That's what he's talking about here. We are so blessed, people, including myself. I, 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 I don't know how. It's just the grace of God that I got to sit under Pastor Dave. And and many of you still sitting. I, I sat under Pastor Dave this week and been listening to some of those old messages. I'm telling you, it's good to hear them again. It is good to hear them again. And, but I feel privileged. I, I feel like I must be God's pet. I must be his favorite to have the privilege of even being here, that we found this place. I thank God for speaking to my wife that, that Saturday night. We knew we had to change. We knew if things didn't change, we were going to die because the devil was beating our brains out. Thank God the Holy, I know the Holy Ghost dropped it in her spirit. She said, well, you know that, that Dave, remember that Dave Roberson guy? We had seen him one time out at Bobby Indian's church and all we remembered was he had a mustache and he was funny. <laughs> in those days, he had a mustache and he was really funny. She said, you know, he's got a church just a couple of miles down the road here. Maybe we ought to check him out. 
So here we come, and we tried to hide. I'm not going to teach that whole lesson, but, you know, we had been hurt in church. We, I, was, I, was, I was at the place where I didn't trust a pastor as far as I could throw him. And I didn't know Dave. So we come in, we tried to hide. We got, there's, in those days it was pretty packed, you know, and we kind of hid over in the middle section over there. Dave wasn't ten minutes into service. And he looks right at, right at us, right, you know. And we went like this. <laughs> you two. No, no, you two. Yes, you. He said, I saw the hand of God come down on the two of you. Would you mind to step out in the aisle and let me pray with you? Well, what are you going to do? Say no. <laughs> he already had us, you know. The Holy Ghost already had us. We stepped out in the aisle. Now, remember the night before, the, the, the topic was change. If we don't change, if we don't do something to change, the devil's going to kill us out here. Dave had us come out in the aisle, walked up. You know how he, him and Jesus goes off somewhere together. <laughs> he's, He's there, but he's not there, you know. But he says, get that look. He said, I see a banner right over here, the two of you, like a banner, like an arch. It's just got one word on it. And the word is change. He says, you really need change, don't you? And I said, yeah, we really do. He, I don't know exactly what he did. He prayed for, he, oh, I remember, he barely touched my cheek. Just reached out and touched my cheek. And I heard a crackle like you put two electric wires together. I mean, threw me on my back. I slid backwards a little ways and I was there. I don't even know what he said to Sue. I'm, I'm gone. That's a shepherd. That's a shepherd letting the Lord hunt for the sheep. Those that have, see, I cry. Those that have been driven away. Those that have been bruised. Those that have been hurt. But they still love the Lord. But we don't trust pastors anymore. You know, don't trust them anymore. And thank God that he spoke through Sue and got us here to where we could have a shepherd that was after the Lord's own heart. Well, now he's calling us this week to be shepherds to the flock. Love these people. Help them. Share freely anything that you've ever received. Just share freely with them. We want to be helpers of their joy. And be good examples. Verse 20. Therefore, thus saith the Lord God unto them, Behold, I, even I, will judge between the fat cattle and between the lean cattle. Now he's talking about the sheep now. The, the flocks could be cattle, could be sheep, could be goats, could be anything. Because you have thrust with side and with shoulder... And pushed all the diseased with your horns till you have scattered them abroad. Therefore will I save, therefore will I save my flock, and they shall no more be a prey, and I will judge between cattle and cattle. And I will set up one shepherd over them. How many, how many wants to guess who that is? That's our Lord Jesus, the great shepherd, the great shepherd of the flock. I will set up one shepherd over them, and he shall feed them. Even my servant David, and you know Jesus was called the son of David. He shall feed them, and he shall be their shepherd. <clears throat> and I, the Lord, will be their God, and my servant David, a prince among them. I, the Lord, have spoken it. 
And I will make with them a covenant of peace and will cause the evil beasts to come out of the, to cease out of the land. And they shall dwell safely in the wilderness and sleep in the woods. And I'll make them and the places round about, round about my hill a blessing. And I will cause the shower to come down in his season. There shall be showers, plural, of blessing. The tree of the field shall yield her fruit. That's you. You are the planting of the Lord. You are trees of righteousness. And the tree of the field shall yield her fruit. And the earth shall yield her increase. That's the harvest. And they shall be safe in their land. And shall know that I am the Lord. When I have broken the bands of their yoke. And delivered them out of the hand of those that served themselves of them. They shall no more be a prey to the heathen. Neither shall the beast of the land devour them, but they shall dwell safely, and none shall make them afraid. I will raise up for them a plant of renown, and they shall no more they shall be no more consumed with hunger in the land. Boy, when I read that and I, I get these emails from people that are just starving for it, they just all, all of them, they, they thank God for the prayer center and for all of the work that goes into it and for the websites, you know, not just ours, but Bronk and Jim and Alan Taylor. and But we're all under the banner of the Dave Roberson Ministries, you know. But they're hungry. They're hungry. But they shall no more be consumed with hunger in the land, neither bear the shame of the heathen anymore. For they shall... For, Thus shall they know that I am the Lord their God. Thus shall they know that I, the Lord their God, am with them. I'm telling you more than anything else. That's what they got to leave here with. They may come broken, sick. I'm telling you they're coming with addictions. I know what the Lord's been saying to me. Addictions of all different kinds are going to be broken off this week. Marriages are going to be saved this week. In no uncertain terms, he told me, there's going to be suicides prevented. Okay? They're coming broken, hurt, hungry, and diseased. They are not going to leave that way. Amen? Amen. They shall know that I, the Lord their God, am with them, and that they, even the house of Israel, are my people, saith the Lord God. And you, my flock, the flock of my pasture, are men. He's making it clear. He's been using an allegory of animals. But you, you my flock, the flock of my pasture, are men, humans. And I am your God, saith the Lord God. Well, that's quite a passage, isn't it? I'm not going to mention anything by name, but I was, <clears throat> during that season, but I'm going to go, I'm going to, back in the 80s, There was a lot of TV preachers preaching a lot of stuff that wasn't true, especially when it comes to finances. My, I wouldn't want to even start on that tonight because it's just it would take too long. But there was enough greed still in me. I, uh, there was still enough in me that I fell for it. Sue knows I fell for it. I, I mean, I anything I do, I pretty much jump in with both feet. Okay, well, I jumped in there with both nickels. I mean. <laughs> 
Every, you know, and it didn't take too long, but it took a while. But eventually we found out that that wasn't true. And a lot of it wasn't true. Now, to be honest, some of those men, that was in the 80s. This is 2020s. And a lot of those same ministers have really uh, repented and recovered to a major extent. Some of them have not. Someone told me right before the service, I'm not going to mention a name, but it is one of those, those same ones that helped feed me false doctrine in the 80s. Still preaching today. Would you all like to know why Jesus has not yet returned? Nobody says nothing. Would you like to know? Well, according to that preacher, the same one. It's because the church has not yet given enough money. He's one of the same ones from the 80s. Every now and then, every now and then, the Lord will, you know, I, I, th- I hope it was the Lord. But about a, m- a month, maybe two months ago, I thought, you know, I, want, I hadn't, I hadn't heard this. It's the same guy. I hadn't heard anything. I hadn't heard a message of his in twenty years, probably. I thought, what? Well, I just wonder. Maybe, maybe he's doing better. So I just picked one from. Well, I almost said a name. <laughs> I picked one from a certain convention <laughs> from 2014, just at random. I just picked one, and I know the Holy Ghost was helping me. I'm telling you, it was absolute abomination. It's absolutely everything God says don't do. But they're slick, and they're good at what they do. And if you don't do this message, you can become a prey again. When I listened to it, I was thinking, dear God, he's going to get a lot. Of, he's getting a lot of them still. A lot of Garys are going to get hurt. Same Gary from the 80s. A lot, of, a lot of Garys out there are going to get hurt listening to this. And where he was preaching... It was packed wall to wall. I mean, packed that big convention type building, you know. Well, that's the way it was in the 80s, too. But see, if, if, if you feed the flesh what it wants, you can build a pretty big church. Hallelujah. Yes, sir. So the Lord is asking us tonight, prayer center. Do you love Jesus? Say yes. Yes, Lord. Feed my flock. Second time. Prayer center. And I'm specifically looking at the camera because it's not just here. Many that are as much part of us as us in Tulsa are coming. And this message applies to you also. And you know it does already. Do you love? Do you love the Lord? And they would say yes. Feed my flock. Especially during conference week. Heal the sick. Cast out devils. Share abundantly. Freely you've received. Freely given. Love on people. Pour on the, pour in the oil and the wine. If they need repentance, help, help, help bring them to repentance without judgment. You know, they, they need help. They know they need to repent. They need help. Many of them think God has given up on them. He hasn't. Third time. All of us. Do you, do you love me, Jesus says. And we would all say, yes, Lord, we love you. Feed my flock. Feed my flock. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
Father, as far as we know how, we're yielding to you with everything in us. None of us can do the works. None of us, just like Jesus said, it wasn't even him doing the works. It's you in him and him in us now. Christ in us and you in him, Father. But if we're going to be trained by the Master, he's going to train us in humility. He's going to train us in not seeking our own will, but seeking your will to be done. That's the real training. Father, with all that we know how, we yield to you. Let us be vessels through whom you can minister to the people yourself. Help us be that kind of vessel. So we be helpers of their joy. Not having dominion over them, but helpers of their joy. Father, we ask it. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.